0: Today's Ba'ad was dedicated in the Hatzloch and the honor and for the Hatzloch about our dear Avrecha Hashuv, Yehuda Shmuel, and his entire family, and entire Shmuel family, Me'ezrat Hashem, in the Zichut in the Limud HaTorah, Zichut in the Tzedakah, and she continued to be metzliach, Be'kol Ma'asei Yedahem, Amen. Yesterday, we started a very deep and unbelievable aside from the Madrigas Haodam, and today we're going to develop it further and get it more clear and deeper, obviously. So the point that the Madrigas Haodam was oymid on is, is talking about the whole mice with Avimelech and Avraham Avinu. So Avimelech has a tiny why do you say Akhoisi? Why do you say she's my sister? If she's your wife, you should have been honest about it and just say it's your wife. Who's gonna touch her? Who's gonna take her? She's your wife. And Avramaviru justifies his reason why he said Akhisi. Because he said, Rak en Yirat Elohim. Bamakom Hazer Vahalguni al Rak. means everything here is perfect. You have Darakheret, Nimusim, proper culture, you're not barbaric. It's an unbelievable place. There's only one thing that's missing in this place. And that is called Yirat Hashem. Okay? Now, first of all, how did Avraham know that they're lacking Yirat Hashem? So he explains because when somebody comes to your town for the first time, the first question you ask is not about his wife. So if you ask about his wife first, obviously you have no your Hashem. So now we have to understand that. Two things we have to understand. Number one, where does that show that there's a lack of Yerushalayim? Okay? Maybe they have taiva. I don't know. What do you see in that? and you're not. We're going to try to explain that a little bit. And second of all, if let's say someone doesn't have your but it doesn't mean that he can't be a decent human being. All of a sudden, you're Hoshed, a king, a person with royalty, a person with decency, a person with... Uh, it's uh, it's not a barbaric country. They have their All of a sudden, you are hoshed him for a very low crime. A very low crime. That he's going to kill the husband and take the wife. You understand? This is a very... You have to try to be maimik into this whole sugya over here. You have a guy who did a very small, subtle slip of the tongue, asked about the wife first, and all of a sudden, Avraham Avinu is becoming all paranoid over here, and he thinks that there's going to be a whole entire, uh, you know, conspiracy theory that he's going to end up getting killed, and they're going to take his wife. Because of that, he said, <laughs> So the author said a very deep thing, and today we're going to understand it better. He says that if a person, I'll read the Loshan to you, Joshua, i Page be safer. Right. He says like this, the way um, the altar explains lack of Yer Shema, means lack of Bir Hamidus. Look at the three lines at the bottom. Lu haya birur hamidot. Al which I'm gonna explain all the depth there in a minute. ishti That would not have been your first question. The cave and and now that you're lacking Biramidis, hamides, imkenein There's no way of knowing uh, how far this thing is gonna go. There's no end to it. To sabeb lecha this negia that you want this woman will cause asher teharguni al devar ishti and even further vaatalo targish klumen negiotecha and you won't even realize it. Why came a shechasa l'chabi ramidis? Because you're not open to see if the mida that's driving you is truthful. He closed his mouth, he got him, checkmate. Avraham Avinu put him in his place, okay? Now to truly understand this yesoid, that Avraham Avinu told Avimelech, we have to really read further. It's a very deep yesoid. We'll try to build it slowly, okay? So let's read a little further and then we'll go back. and Mazbed Amkis. We have to go much deeper into the root of this subject in order to truly understand the conversation between Avraham and Avimelech. How to discern the difference between a man of great stature and a man... Who's low? What is the main cause? Why does one person would be open and be willing to admit and another person will not? Okay? Now let's read a little bit. This thing goes for a while. It takes this aside. And he's Mazber, many things. He's in and name of Koirah and Aron and everything. So I'm not sure how much of the cases that he proves it from I'm going to go into. But we're going to try to stick to the main fundamentals. Very deep, inside. Everybody has to notice this Kishoniz in ilom If you take a good, deep look... And you contemplate about things that go on in the world. And what you see. And what you analyze in the Torah. Nimsa you will see. Ki kol Anything that you decide to do. Okay. Lo your, your decision is based on two Principles, two things. Got it? You don't realize what's happening in your brain. Sometimes your brain works so quickly, you don't even hop. But if you would stop and think, you have to go through two layers in order to make, process, a decision to do something. V'heim. What he calls ta'am <laughs> ve'emet. Joey, are <you're> listening? Ta'am ve'emet. Mazet ta'am ve'emet. Let's explain When you are judging whether you should make this decision to do something or not, and you put it under the light of Tom, what does that mean? Is what I'm going to do now going to make me feel good? Got it? Is it going to make me feel... A feeling of vitality. Hergeshomailas. <laughs> Is it going to make me feel like I'm a bar I Asher me'od. It has to be very sweet to a person. Got it? So what, number one. Before you decide, he's going to give us an, a, a muscle in a minute of a man who decides to go into the career of being a doctor. Right? First thing he has to see... How being a doctor is sweet to him. Taste, time. How is it sweet? You understand? It'll give him money. It'll give him prestige. It's a doctor. Right? So there's something sweet about the, the, the profession. Okay? So the, you're not going into any profession unless your brain conceives the sweetness in the profession. And that's really working with your hegation. Feels. Feels good. Got it? That's emes, But you need to also see that it's a good thing to do. It has to be intellectually making sense also. Now you can explain that. Just because something is geshmak, it doesn't mean you're gonna do it. Eli Yevakish Lenamik It has to be that it is a good thing too. A PMS it, that it's the right thing to do. Okay? You got it? Every decision in the world. Good decisions, bad decisions, decisions to do mitzvah decisions to do available explain it. Everything to explain. You have to get this yisoid. If you don't get this yisoid, you're not even like starting the Haskhal of Avoid. Get this? Two things he always did. So in his doctor marshal, he says the doctor first realizes it's attractive to him, the career of being a doctor. He likes the lifestyle, the money, the prestige. Fits him. Likes that. Okay? Also, he says it's important to be a doctor is important. People get sick can help people. So he sees like an intellectual reason why it's a good career to go into and also that it's sweet there. Okay? Now listen to this. You're listening? Moshe, you're listening? Ch'en kol ish v'ish. V'p'u'loi sev v'meid lon osibas b'chiros v'metnei hatam v'a'emes. Gam mi she mechalel Shabbat v'farhesya. T'r'lelea mazheh mechal Shabbos v'farhesya. The guy's is Michal Shabbos. Not his is Michal Shabbos, it's Betzina. Michal Shabbos, B'Fahesia. There's ten Jews there. He lives in a neighborhood with all these frum hidden and he comes driving up on Shabbat with his car in front of everybody. Michal Shabbos, B'Fahesia. Gam, Hu, Atzmo, In ta'am ve'emet. He will also justify his behavior with, first of all, it's, 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 for him. And it's also emet. Explains. He thinks that if he doesn't close his store on Shabbat, he'll make more money. He believes that. Money. He likes money. It's then he has to justify it. So he comes with all kinds of theological tainas. He has all kinds of shekel Why is Pata from, from Shabbos? Or that there's no B'ryolim in the world? Or whatever justification. So the, but it has to become emet. He can't say, I'm a bum, I'm a life, I'm being Michal Shabbos, I'm going against Hashem, I'm going against the Torah, This Gehenim, I'm gonna burn in Gehenim, but I'm doing it anyway because it's sweet. That he won't do. A human being has to justify his behavior. So after it's sweet to him, he figured out the justification to make it work. Got it? I'm going to bring out the Am First get the basic Yisoy that he's saying. Now, he says, so if everybody works with Tam and Emes, what's the difference between a tzaddik and a Roshul? Says Masbir, that a tzaddik first looks for Emes, even if it's no Tom in it. And after he finds the Emet, and he subjugates himself to the Emes, the Tom will come. Tom comes second. The Rosha he first gets the Tom. He looks for what's Geshmak. After, this is Geshmak, and he decided he wants it, He'll build the emet around the town. Got that? So, it's a very deep thing, and we going to have to expound on a few of them, because it's very deep. That means, as much as a person needs to believe that what he's doing is good, and right, and just, and justified, a person also needs to feel ta'am in what he does. It's very important. So, if a guy wants to learn... If he's going to learn because it's emet, and he's never going to reach tam, it's also not good. The point is that he has to come to tam. That's what you pray every morning. Make it sweet. That means the human being needs the tam, which we have to discuss that. But the way to get the tam, the taste, and the hergish, is first to embrace the truth embrace the truth and from the truth from the working on doing the true things and the right things that will develop the taste so then you'll have the perfect package of tam and emet but a person who goes based on his ta'ivas and his is so the only thing that really is influencing his decision is the ta'iva after that, he develops the, the the emet around it, which is obviously shaka. Got it? That's his basic insight. So now let's try to understand. He's very ma'erich and there's a lot of little nuances, but let's build on what we have so far. Okay? Now, here's one more deeper step. If you create emet around your, around your taiva then you can never admit if somebody gives you toichochah. Because now you believe what you're doing is true, so you're not subject for you got it? If tibchad is your time comes after emet, so everything has to be built around the emet. So if somebody comes over to you and says you made a mistake in your calculation, you're willing to step back and see if your calculation was true or not. Because even if you have a geschmack in what you're doing, it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. You're focused on working through emet. But a person who's focused on working through only what feels good, or what he wants, and then he builds a shtickletaira, so a shtickletaira was anyway a false shtickletaira. It was only to justify what he wanted. So no matter what anybody tells you, you're not going to listen to what they have to say. So now, understanding that, let's go back again. We have Avimelech, right? Avimelech tells Avraham, what do you want for my life? What, 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 why do you say achosihi? When he said why do you say hachoisihi, he was asking a very deep question. You come into a place and you see that the place is a very cultural place. They have derecherets, they have laws, they, 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 they're normal people. They're good people. It's a functioning society. It's not barbaric. It's not Shatufa Ezeema like Mitzrayim. They're normal people here. You're talking about now a king. Right? The king he has royalty. Like His men, they're all khoshava people. You come into a place and all of a sudden you're Choshed. A wildest, craziest Hashad possible. That if you're going to say that this woman is your wife, they're gonna do something so barbaric and so disgusting and so low and some, so undecent that they're gonna kill you and take your wife. Like why would you think that? Like that's like a wild thing to be choshet people, right? It's a wild thing. So what do you want for my life? I'm an innocent man. You said achosi. And that was like totally unwarranted to say that, right? So what does Avraham Avinu tell him back? First of all, how do you know? And second of all, what does it mean? So Avraham says, listen, when I walked in here and you asked me about my wife first, okay, and you didn't ask me if I have a place to sleep or if I have what to eat, Well, what am I planning on doing as an occupation? Where I come from? The first thing you ask me about my wife, right? What do I see from that? I see from that you don't have Yerat Hashem. What does that mean? It means that I see that you now, your taiva comes first. Once you have a taiva, I'm going to explain this. is a very deep point. I have to explain it to you. Once you have taiva, right? taiva comes first. Your justifications will come second your emet will come second. So if it means that you have to justify killing a man, you'll do that too. Because, and then, since your justification comes to justify your taiva, you're not going to accept teichochah from anybody. So no matter what happens, you're always going to be right and justified, and I have no self-defense over here. It doesn't even stand in a court of law. Got it? Now, so what we're learning from here is a very deep thing, which needs to be developed. That we always know that Taiva, the the Kalee that's used to destroy Taiva, is Yerushalayim. I have to explain that now. Because mm-hmm. by us, we always think Shamayim is like Frumkite. Frumkite doesn't help. You know what Frumkite is? User? You know, be Frum. You know what Frumkite is? It's from Monte. you know what Frumkite is. See, he knows these words, All right? So we think like being from, you know, be ultra-Orthodox, All right? But being from doesn't help. Because when you have a taiva, the taiva will build you Torah too. Your taiva will be from too. You'll be metahel the sherets with a shtick of Torah, with a ganze sugia. sugya. So that's not where Yerushalayim is understand? Frum doesn't mean your Because how does that help Taiva? Taiva is much beyond the Seichel. Taiva is, is above your Seichel, right? Taiva, taiva controls your mind. It'll make you build a Shtikl Torah. You could justify the worst thing in the world. A guy could justify, he could be touching the sharats with his hand, and he could give a whole Shtikl Torah why he's not Tameh. Alright? So that's not your Shemaim. So what's your Shemaim? Yerushalayim means that you always want to know what's emet first. That's Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim says, I have to know what's emet first. You know how much iyun that requires? That's, you have to learn the suya. You have to learn all the pratim of the sugya, You have to see exactly what Hashem wants. You have to understand the suya. When you train yourself to always look for the MS first. And then you subjugate yourself to the truth, and from there you find the flavor in life. That's Hirah Shamayim. Because then your taivas are a Kali for your avoid. You understand what I'm saying? It's a very deep point. Hirah means, if there's no such thing as Hirah Shamayim without Limudat Torah. If you want to be from without Limudat Torah, Zeloh Frumkait. That's just like, I don't know what exactly. Follow? Yirat Shemayim has to come from learning. Because learning gives you the clarity in the Ratsana Hashem and in the Emes of the Midah and how it manifests itself. So therefore, Yir Shemayim is very much connected with Libura Torah and Iyunha Torah. So once you train yourself to go with the truth, and then you develop a flavour in the spirituality, which I'll explain also not today though. Then you're a very strong person. Why? Because once you live with emet, it's not enough to live with emet. It has to become part of your personality. So your son and your tam and your hergish is there too. Then you're not a movable human being. But if you go straight with hergish and then you build a the shtikotari, that means you don't have your So Abraham Avinu saw, if the first question is the devar Ishti. That means this guy goes with the uh, Tom first. Doesn't go with Emmet. So if he goes with Tom first, he's gonna build Emmet around it. Once he builds Emmet around it, he's never gonna be moited to the truth. Once he's never gonna be moited to the truth, he's not to Techokha, he's done. So that is the difference between a person who's opened to hear rebuke and who's not. If you go to a Bochor in Gaman, you give him a rebuke and he's giving you shtickle tears, all of a sudden, the guy became a big lumdin, you know. In the sugi, he didn't find any lumdis in his brain, but all of a sudden, now he became a big lumdin. Huh? Echze, says he wanted to do what he was doing beforehand, and now all the justifications begin. But a person who wanted to do the truth, he's open to read down the sugi mechadash. Okay, this is a big sugi. We have to stop here for today. We'll continue with it. Bolei